This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch. I'm Amelia. And I'm Evan. And yeah, we're wearing headphones. I just want to apologize. The last two weeks, we've definitely had some sound issues. And I think it's because I'm, of course, trying to host and um, be tech. And mm. I actually don't. You can't do it all. You absolutely shouldn't have to do it all. No. And one day I won't have to. But for now, we're going headphones <laughs> mode. This is an amazing place to please go help and follow or subscribe to the podcast, depending if you're on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube. And you can figure out what subscribing and following looks like from there. Please help me achieve my dream of not having to be an editor um, instead of just getting just getting to be a girl. Um, Evan, why are you so in shambles? Okay, so... I'm like my new kick. Every time I, I kind of get like food um obsessions, right? Don't you, isn't there like a kind of a meal that you're always meal prepping? For me, it's like it went from um jambalaya with pharaoh to now making turkey burgers slash chicken burgers. I cannot begin to describe to you the pharaoh jambalaya era <laughs> that I've been living through. Once a week, Evan makes one pound of it and then eats it the rest <laughs> of the week. <laughs> well, I'm like it's kind of perfect because you add 800 different kinds of vegetables. You add spinach, you can add sausage, and you can add chicken, and it tastes actually really good. And someone classically like me who lived in New Orleans for a few years, it's like it's a little taste of um, my college experience. It's um, delicious and nutritious. I'm I actually found the recipe on goop.com and that's how you know it's delightful and perfect. Oh my God. We are always bringing up Gwyneth on this podcast. I think there is a synergistic tie between Lena Dunham and Gwyneth Paltrow. Wait, you never finished. What Evan's meaning to get to is that they just made like nine turkey burgers, but they were raw in the middle. Nine is the correct number because I usually do one pound at a time, but today I was like, I'm going to meal prep it and make nine turkey burgers at once. Which is insane because by the way, me and Evan watched a documentary series on Netflix yesterday about twins where one's omnivore and one's vegan and half the documentary is actually talking about how fucked the animal industry production industry is and how every turkey has e coli right and by watch i mean amelia watched it i was on my phone playing candy crush and then i went ahead and skipped to the end of the documentary it's a four episode documentary and i watched the last episode and only 30 minutes of the hour of it so you still don't know if omnivore <laughs> vegans better. No, I, I didn't get the conclusion. I was scared straight. I, of course, was vegan for five years and then stopped. And now I'm back. I was at Trader Joe's today and I was like, no, 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 no. You're back to your vegan girl era. Wait, really? Just because I got really scared. For me to work so hard for you to eat a rotisserie chicken for every single breakfast and now for you to be here, it's it's sad. The highs and lows. Wait, but actually, wait, the other day, I have to tell you this, Amelia. We can't be talking about no, our no, no. food I habits have to say this because on the air. I, the other day, I was hanging out with this really chic girl, and we were just like sitting in a bar at a really chic restaurant in Tribeca. Wait, and who was her, it, and why wasn't I there? Because you were at a housewarming, and I was doing my own thing. Okay, fine. Um, so I was talking to her, and I was like, yeah, my roommate, She gets, sometimes I walk in the kitchen for breakfast, and she's eating rotisserie chicken, and a really chic girl said that's one of the chicest things she's ever heard. It's the first girl <laughs> to eat chicken off the bone um, at 8 a.m. a.m. 8 a.m. Me last night journaling, like, this has to stop. <laughs> Eating chicken off the bone at 8 a.m. Yeah, after watching the documentary series, <laughs> please. I'm down please. bad. It's like, okay, whatever your dietary choice is, you eating chicken off the bone is at least an entertainment for me. 
for I don't know if people believe Amelia and I are actually roommates, but this will um, fundamentally prove it is that Amelia is so good at ordering um, Uber Eats by AK leaving the bar 20 minutes before I do calling a separate Uber. Then I'll get home and she's like on her phone. She's waiting for cheesy bread to come. Um, and that's kind of the clinical diagnosis of being a roommate is your roommate leaving earlier and you can actually maybe even be upset at that, but then you get home and there's cheesy bread on the way and one personal pizza that's only, um, four inches across. And we learned that the hard way. I actually said I was leaving on Friday and you said, I'm going to stay. And we're going to see you after this break. Guys. Give it up for Chris Murph. Oh, my God. It's so loud. You know them from Twitter. You know them from Vanity Fair. You know them from their show, their upcoming show on January 24th. At Ars Nova called Roots. It's a little bit of a talk back. Um, Chris described it as give a dog a bone. Give a dog a bone. If that is of any interest to you, please um, go to their Instagram, go to their Twitter, and get the link right now. Reach out. But get excited now for Chris Murphy. I feel so crazy with the headphones. I'm so excited. Wait, that was so nice. Thanks for the oh shout out. Oh my god, we're so, this, this is huge for me. <laughs> we forgot to play House of Gaethje open mic. Oh, House of Gaethje is the most famous Tuesday. open mic that we sometimes go head to head. We go head to head. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> we actually are enemies. Well, actually, for a while, my open mic was the same time as Chris's open mic. Yeah, and that caused and so only, much tension. There's three gay mics in all of Brooklyn, and they actually happen to fall at the same time on a Tuesday night. <laughs> and so we're all enemies. When we should be creating yeah, community, yeah. we should be family. We're actually all at each other's throats. And this is actually a huge like bit. Uh, uh, bridge building. It's yeah. bridge building. And instead, I had to sit in the middle just in case. <laughs> just Things in could case. get physical at any moment. Um, but <laughs> no, it's all working out because now one mic is at seven and one is at nine. And that's so, the way the world needed to be. Yeah, and so actually, for I listeners at home year, that are so scared. So um, Amelia's actually hosted Europe and Mike more than you have. <laughs> that, is, that actually is so deeply true. It's always it Allison be O'Connor said. being like, um, can you actually host it again? Hey, girly. Um, so <laughs> all my four other co-hosts are... Uh, not here well that's like, like valentine's oh. day all five of you had plans except i didn't and i'm not part of this open mic but i was like you know i can briefly step in and not have valentine's day in 2023 well everyone else was sucking and fucking left and right and you still you 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 came to the plate i'm happy to post 10 um white ma- gay men in a room and this is a queer mic so wow. it's actually only the gay and men it didn't showed become up. an orgy that's crazy good point it's really crazy it's, that's not my energy see me and think orgies <laughs> don't, don't sell yourself short it's okay i've true. carefully cultivated it this way <laughs> that's what you want that's what you I want i would open my comedian all orgy enthusiasts <laughs> and you can't be both no and to each their own to mm, each their own that is so real chris it's actually crazy i feel so many people are like you, the podcast is making me rewatch the show but i'm like we're only rewatching the show because of your tweets okay thank you so much i don't want to say that i started the uh phenomenon that is rewatching girls but i did sort of start the phenomenon no <laughs> i and will it's finally, say finally you're speaking up I, and somebody has to you have to speak truth to power and i will okay so there was like a 10th anniversary of girls and i wrote like a whole article about like how girls is good and then the next year was the year that everyone started rewatching girls and you're like about time it's about time actually sort of was a year early and nobody cared and whatnot. Like Lena Dunham, you're before your time. I, well before. It's actually so crazy. That's one of many things that me and Lena share. Yeah. Wait, I should know this, but wait, I mean, I'm sure you both identify with certain girls. Or you are, are you all girls? Segment. Don't oh, worry, we're we'll going to actually get that. Not me but, actually like guessing what happens. I'm such a fortune teller. Wait, but okay, so you, you're con- you've said before this, you're almost always rewatching girls, but when, were you watching it when it first came out? Tell us everything. Oh, 100%. I was, uh, you know, a spring 
chicken. I was in college, which is sort of the perfect time to be mm. watching girls because it's like they were aspirational still because it was like, oh, like one day I'm going to be 24. One day I'm going to be 25. One day yeah. I'm going to live in Bushwick and Greenpoint. Um, and so I could like be them, but also learn from them because they were like a little bit ahead of where I was going. And I was, I mean, we used to have like full on like fireside chats. I often watched with girls enthusiasts, Catherine Cohen. We were sort of, we Love. sort of organized a lot of our personalities sort of Wait, came from Wait, because you guys went to college together, right? We did go to college together. And you guys would fireside chat about girls in college. Oh, uh, literally like full on like discussions, like <laughs> red wine, seated. And like we were, it was so, uh, it was academic, but also spiritual. That's it was so amazing. important. So, There's something so rich about that. You make a beautiful that. point because I'm always saying I'm going to learn more from 20 year old more than I could ever learn from my parents. Ever, ever. ever. Your parents have nothing to teach you, nothing, nothing to offer you. <laughs> no, nothing at all, because they're so far attached from what the 20-year-old experience is like. But you actually need someone who has a... Who, if you're years of distance from being 25, but like still close enough... Still, yeah, that, it's far, far enough, but close enough that you can reach out, you yeah, can almost yeah, yeah. touch it, but it's a little bit too far, Exactly. Right? exactly. You can learn from that person. So I actually really did like... Because not to be like, I was like, maybe I'll move to L.A., maybe I'll move to New York. But then I saw girls and I was like, I have to be. And you're like, I know what coast. I know the coast. I'm going to be East Coast. East Coast? There's not really a saying about the East Coast. No one's saying least coast. I'm <laughs> going to tell you that. Except for people in L.A. That is true. <laughs> East Coast, so least coast. you just take a team and it's the wrong one. Awesome. <laughs> I never do that. Um, but yeah, no, I was like at the perfect age, I think, to, for it to really hit. Because uh-huh. I was like, I get it. But I was, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Bushwick seems so crazy. What's a rave? Like this. I was yeah. at that. Uh, you're like rave. I can't wait for the accident to happen I to me know, and it did in its own way can I tell Aww. you it's so unfortunate living in Bushwick it's like where it's so synonymous with rave culture mm. that's not a thing Amelia and I like <laughs> actively participate well you're visiting an open mic we moved here because there's a Froyo place nearby <laughs> and then cut to me and listen to EDM like trance music I don't even know if that's what it's called is it trance music <laughs> trance or trans music it's trans it better be trans <laughs> if um, not I won't listen yeah if not i'm an ally um wait we were just talking about house music and you were like it feels like doing zumba every I was, time i was on the dance floor doing zumba and they didn't have red bull vodka so i had a yerba mate wait, vodka, and i was like who am i <laughs> pretending to be that sounds like it could be a plot line that sounds like a b plot on an episode Absolute. of girls and i was wearing like a bodycon dress with sneakers because i was like this is what, Leger. i was like this is what a girl who would do this would do <laughs> that's exactly what they would wear that's so many yeah. what is here. with the yerba mate though because it was so big again three or four years ago and then a place where it's like it replaced all red bulls yeah and now actually red bulls cooler than yerba mate i would humbly say i would 100 yeah. say i got keeping up with that my cousin works for redbull.com yeah and marketing and oh red bull's God. hotter than ever it's like cocaine for kids and Wait, yerba mate isn't out- really Back. Shout out to your cousin. Shout out to my cousin. Hey, Danielle. Um, <laughs> she's absolutely listening right now. Um, but no, I don't know because I feel like Yerba Mate, they tried to make us believe that it was like healthy. And maybe it is healthy, but it didn't, it never kept me awake in the same way that Red Bull I was. think tea is probably healthy. It has antioxidants. It's, it's, and let's it's say healthier. That. <laughs> For sure. But is but it, it? It's still mainly sugar. Yeah. It's mainly glucose. So or what's whatever. the point? If I'm going to like shoot sugar into my veins, <laughs> give me fucking Red Just, well, just aren't, give me all the sugar-free if we're gonna be honest mm. if we can all bravely sit on this couch today we're we're all doing sugar-free red ball <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's really oh the yellow yeah it's really the only it's really the only way well i'm a celsius yeah. supporter and lover i had one of those and i felt so crazy for so long yeah you, you, not you will not back. be normal for three days after drinking a celsius i could not go back to that i loved it victor carlesi came on the podcast ah, brought wow, victor brought a 
dissolving mm. Celsius that I had in a mason jar, and I never <laughs> felt that. That sounds illegal. That I sounds... Wish, Chris, I want you to turn the up. camera and do the four facial reactions you heard <laughs> dissolvable Celsius. Oh my into god, water. I'm scared. <laughs> I don't know if I can re recreate it. I was in the moment. <laughs> okay, wait. We do have to dive into the episode, so we, do we have... have to. Well, <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> it is too... Wait, didn't we say the episode title? The episode title is, is Daddy, Daddy Issues. Oh yeah, it is Daddy Issues. Um, it's it season four, episode nine, and we're gonna do a one-minute synopsis right now for you folks. We're in a Tiffany music video. JK, Jessa, and Ace are fucking really, really hard on the bed. Mm. Um, Shoshana's being like, "Hey, right, time to go win that damn trophy." AK becoming a new council member in the Ace District of New York <laughs> um, at the gutter. Um, and then um, Hannah's being like, I have no boundaries at work um, and my boss is mad at yeah. me. Okay, so <laughs> Hannah is yelling at Cleo because Cleo didn't text her back. And oh, yeah. Hannah's like, I'm actually really stressed because my dad is gay and that's been really hard for me. And then like the principal or whatever is like, hey, you gotta like not be talking to students like that and keep some things to yourself. And then Elijah and Hannah are talking and Hannah's like, Ugh. wait, oh. <laughs> oh wait, okay, is it my turn? Um, yeah, Elijah's like, I told you your dad was gay in the, in the pilot, but you forgot that I said that, but you, I, he absolutely did. And then Hannah's making her dad being gay all about herself. And then Marnie is like, me and Desi are engaged. It's the worst idea ever. But I'm going to tell Ray just to hurt him. Um, and Ray is like, this hurts me. But I'm also a new board person. And I'm going to do like some impassioned speech about how much I love Marnie in front of Shosh's very face, which was so rude. And then Jessa and Ace break up. And Jessa is about to start fucking Adam. But we don't know that yet. Oh, right. And, and then maybe Rose the of kind of ends everything. She's like, you know what? I choose myself. Yeah. Which is so classic. Oh, my God. Right. Right. You and, could be um, that hot that you could just choose yourself. It is a beautiful place to be. And it's the amazing situation where Ace and Jessa were going to go to dinner, but then they went to Mimi Rose's house, and then um, Ace and Mimi Rose are like, wait. I have so much to say on that. Psychosexual mind games. Yeah. Like, Ace and really cool in the year 2015. Kind of, yes, because that was like in the vein of like being a hipster and like right. kind of like woodsy and like wearing flannel, but also like a fun glasses moment Absolutely. was in and Fried sausages, kind of, kind of. Can you fry up some cinema. sausages? Is such like I'm like I hope that never happens to me. And the moment you least expected, it will. Yeah. Oh, and Amelia, what did you eat for lunch today? Oh my god, a soy sausage. <laughs> a soy That's sausage. Right, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so I'm back in my vegan era because I watched a documentary about twins last night. That Life comes me at out. you fast. It comes at you fast. So fast. Um, so this was sausages. such a fun episode. Yeah, I know. I, well, now we have an even better question for you than even minute to win it. Yeah. Mm. Which is, girl, what girl are you? <laughs> You hear the mics blow out. Finally, we get to hear it. <laughs> I didn't know that's what explode. we were doing this whole time. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> okay, okay. Is this just like in general? Every day, right now, this episode, I need a little bit more guidance. So we personally want to know, like in general, in per perpetuity, how are you feeling? But mm -hmm. then in this episode specifically, was there one character that you were like, hmm? Okay. I think in, so in college, and like when I was initially watching it, and I do think this is true I always was like I'm a Hannah slash Jessa and that mm. was like I'm you know like uh, I am a narcissist but I'm so free-spirited and fun and wonderful and fantastic but I do think honestly I like the Jessa aspect of it um was sort of uh aspirational it's like right. I wasn't really I didn't want to just be like I'm a Hannah because one that sounds like you think you're the main character uh, more so than everybody else which is but like, you're like I'm the main character but I want you to think I dress even cooler than the main <laughs> exactly. character exactly <laughs> and have more sex and like I'm hotter but like that's not 
<laughs> Not that I would never put two women against each other, but um, I do think don't honestly. Don't say that. Don't say no, and it's mean. okay. <laughs> don't lie on camera. I did just lie. I love pitting two women against each other. I honestly do. Ugh, cut, that, so Amelia. cut that, Amelia. I'll cut that. Cut that. Please cut that. Um, I do. I I think I'm a little Hannah-y. I, I'm also a writer. I also, mm. I You're like, so, when Hannah is specifically interviewing Patty Lapone at Joe's Pub, I'm like, this is crazy. That is something that is actually will happen to me and has happened to me in certain ways and I also hope happens to me in the future. But like, and I used to like work with kids and I like re-Hannah this episode being like, Cleo, why are you being such a bitch? Like, I would like... I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do that with my students, but there were some that I was like, "You're being a huge bitch right now." Like, Wait, you're a teacher? To, I was like, a, yeah, I was like tutor, like 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 a fake teacher. Oh my god, like one on one. You were tutor. ACT, SAT. So classic for someone who wants to do comedy it's, and went to an Ivy League college to be so, a tutor. It's actually sort of um reductive and basic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sort of not interesting. Um, but I just I do see some of the worst parts of myself and and best parts of myself in Hannah. And but this episode, I I would say of all of the girls um and that can include the boys and that can include the boys and that can include and that can include the boys you know who i'm gonna say that i was um uh i'm gonna say i had a lot of i felt really strongly for shosh this, mm. She was very like, I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, oh, oh. I'm Is not that the girl. happening to you? No, never. That would <laughs> me. Guys, I'd actually be like, okay, headphones off. Let's, <laughs> okay, let's cut, cut, let's cut, cut, cut. cut. No, but I just, I really felt for her. Like, she was doing all this work. She's like, she's becoming the best version of herself. She's helping Ray be like the best chairman of the board that he can be. And to see her standing there and sort of not really realize, but sort of watch her take in the fact that Ray was professing his love mm. for Marnie, who treats him like garbage. And shit and she's the one who's like you know like bussing the tables she blew those balloons she blew those balloons she has that momar gaddafi cake with I, his face on it paint a cake this she, poor girl <laughs> this poor girl only for ray to sort of just like throw her out with a bathwater. i don't know i was like i i have i have been there oh so you like to be the victim yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's the main character yeah <laughs> well i think when you're in college it's so much easier to see yourself as a jessa because your responsibilities are so much more you, limited you have no responsibilities and you have no sense of self and you think if you've done like one drug ever that makes you jessa and that's like not true (laughs) i in college i worked right next to um a coffee shop that was only open from 7 p.m to midnight Mm, um and i only had indie artists play there and it was two blocks from my house and um i never felt more jessa in that moment getting to watch people perform in the back of a pickup truck at 8 p.m on a wednesday yeah and that is really that is honestly (laughs) really jessa coded that is i think we all sort of go through a jessa phase and we either grow out of it or we die i don't know (laughs) I feel like it's like it's we grow out of every diet. Yeah, no, you do know because that's true. That is, seems Unforged. to be true. Unforged, but it just seems like either you grow to become a, a something else, something a little bit more mature, or bad things befall you. Uh, oh, is that too God. dark for no, the mom? No, they hear it in the headphones so directly. But they hear it in the headphones. What? Really I was like, it, it's hitting me. It's hitting me. I do want to know which girls you all are. Yeah, no, all and the thank time. you for so asking. this episode, I'm going to ask Amelia, girl, what girl are you? So this episode, I was Shoshana, but not in the way you were. Okay, interesting. I was Shoshana in that anytime something in my life isn't going well, I'm throwing somebody else a party. <laughs> you are making it work for somebody else. You are, you are absolutely, you are dissociating and you are focusing yeah. on. Somebody else in your life. I'm like, oh, I'm not having a job. Well, what if I gave myself a job and it's baking a cake for this, some yeah. guy that I don't like? And that's a really good use of my time. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, rather than sort of do any inner work or sort of like figure anything else out, like just putting all the energy <laughs> over yeah. there. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not headed for Japan. Like, I am headed for the gutter and I and I'm headed for. 
painting a I cake. I got her to bowling alley in Brooklyn. <laughs> in oh yeah, the gutter was the bar that they filmed it at. That so we is keep so saying that. Right. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even realize we know those that. Lamps. Which, by the way, every time we go to the gutter, one of the cast members from Succession is there with their kid. Oh my god, of course, I'm sure Not it's bowling. Sarah Snook. I saw Sarah Snook at Monteras doing karaoke once, oh and it was god. so huge. Is she good at singing? Yeah, she did like a Fiona Apple song, and I was like, okay, okay, bad girl. It's very that. I had to go. I went to a birthday party where 13 people and we did karaoke apple um, music style uh, and it's just girls sitting like down and being like you've been a bad <laughs> it's like you're not even gonna that's, stand a, that's apple karaoke. music style yeah. that is apple I was, music style I did karaoke at singers last week and I did Fine. four songs no problem yes but every, everybody else was being solo energy and I was kind of doing like marina choreo yeah and you were giving a full like, performance like a full show you're a performer like, can we have the chair back <laughs> <laughs> we've seen enough thank you okay thank you no problem uh, Evan girl what girl are you okay I thought about this a lot yeah. aka ten, when Chris was talking I didn't listen to what he said I Thank just God. thought about myself <laughs> <laughs> Hannah coded <laughs> and the answer is Hannah yeah I'm gonna because go. I'm gonna say this I'm like I have very specific beliefs and I believe in those so hard but if anything is kind of confronting with the beliefs in my personal life what makes me feel uncomfortable I'm okay to throw those away for a second yeah 100% yeah. <laughs> just to ditch them uh, yeah, yeah that yeah, is yeah. so Hannah I'm like, yes I believe in these altruistic things absolutely <laughs> We should all embrace our shame. But when I have to personally feel shame, um, absolutely, there's something bad going to happen to my uh, body. This is so true about you, what you're saying. It's like your whole thing is like, Amelia, you need to be acting like this, this, and this. And then it's like, well, if you turn the cameras around on yourself and you're like, but I don't have to, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Do not me. That's advice for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't say that to myself. Oh, never. <laughs> never would I ever. Uh, that perfect. rings very true. Rings yeah. very true. It's okay, but that's actually a big part of becoming self aware. 100%. Totally. And I've only been self aware for about three months now. So, it's been hard. Do you identify as self-aware? Honestly, to a fault, I would say. Mm. And I do oh, think... Oh, are you therapy all the way? I, the day you die? I am, but I'm actually sort of getting sick of my therapist. Not... I love you dr cohen like but a classic I, american experience yes a classic yeah. american experience i'm like maybe there's something else out there for me maybe i need to get into like ketamine therapy or try something yeah. else that's a little <gasps> bit more like we know someone... a ketamine therapy place now amelia i meant to tell you Who? i walked by three gay guys yesterday no one said a word everyone pointed and i just kept walking and i was like i need to relate this message to amelia later <laughs> last guest of the podcast <laughs> sophia pelton did ketamine therapy and it changed her life oh, love sophia and you know what <laughs> that is really actually inspiring to me because yeah I need a, I need a new thing to live for you should do EMDR I did that one that one was is that cool. the one where they like touch you or they're like oh it's a light you goes, look at a dot oh it's the and dot and then they're like what did it feel like to be seven <laughs> and you're like sobbing and oh. they're like stay there okay that is something and that is very Hannah that is such that's something <laughs> Hannah would 100% do and I think I need something like that it didn't that. work on me that helps I did it my, and my therapist was like well, how do I turn this on and then she would make it go really fast <laughs> and then I would tell her my emotion she goes oh you processed this already it's like so we're not gonna get so we're not getting anywhere so we're not gonna get anywhere oh my god okay no that's rich that's nice to know that there are options out there that i will probably be too lazy to pursue which is also very hannah and wait this is an amazing segue to our first commercial break where a therapy brand will probably be spoken towards you when we get back we're gonna lean into lena wait we have to lean into lena but i'm like what if we talked um no okay there's so much that happened in this so app. much yeah. happened there is a lot that happened let's in this app. start with yeah what Tad girls are gay girl. okay yeah we can tad start with, being gay the daddy of it all and becky ann baker being 
so devastated. So devastated. So beautifully, miserably devastated. She was maybe she's one of the best girls. Like I don't think we talk mm. up, think about Lorene as one of the girls, but she's like one of the best girls that we have. She's so real. She's so real. She's so she was so funny. She was so, and you can see Apple and Tree with Hannah and Lorene. Like Lorene's making it all about her, and the same way that Hannah's making it all about her, and it's more about Lorene than it is about Hannah. But really, it's about Tad. But really, <laughs> really it's about Tad. It's, it's all about Tad. Wouldn't it be amazing? And have a show where it's like Shoshana's mom, uh, Hannah's mom, and it's Marty's kind of like, mom. It's girl style, but it's all those moms, and they're like forced to go in a week together. Oh my it's god! Called women, girls, ultimate girls trip, ultimate girls trip, exactly. <laughs> ultimate girls it's trip. Perfect. Actually, I would love. Wait, write that down. <clears throat> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> We're like looking to that like some fake booth up yeah. there. Yeah, you got that thing. If you're at NYU and love to intern for this podcast, reach out. And so you you will get course credit, like, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll sign whatever paperwork you need, girly pop. <laughs> Um, Lorene's smoking in the kitchen and she's like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Who's the neighbor that sucks? Oh my God. It's like Stacey? Judith. It's like Stacey no, or you're Judith. Right. Right? I think you're right. It's like something Judith. like that. It's Judith. Who, Judith who she, and she does not give blowjobs. And she does, yeah, she does Hannah's not give like, Go talk to her. And she's like, that bitch doesn't know anything about dicks. Not, she doesn't know one thing about sucking dick. And then Lorene is like, Consider anal sex. And that is so important. Consider anal it, sex. Consider anal sex. It is crazy that Hannah's like, please stop. And and Becky's like, well, what if we actually thought about it more? Exactly. Which is sort of exactly what Hannah does to the principal when the principal's like, please stop. And she's like, well, my dad is gay and I'm having trouble dealing with that. And also you have nice jeans. It was it was giving parallels this it episode. Giving so mother, mother and daughter and daughter and mother. Well, again, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, where it's like, I respect. I want boundaries from others, but I don't. I don't always respect other people's boundaries. <laughs> yeah. No, there's actually that it's totally. so Huge. so real. And yeah. I, I think the most emotionally mature character in the entire show was Cleo Maud Apatow. Oh, God, Nepo Poor baby to the stars, really burst onto the scene. I was like, okay, there we go. There's Lexi from Euphoria. I forgot Literally. about her. I forgot about her. She's so more her. This is forty character of just like being kind of bitchy. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I got a flower crown in Prospect Park. I don't have to text you back about your dad everybody's dad she's is the gay. one non-bitchy character in euphoria which is crazy because that's she's, she's a character actress for bitch girl is, and then she's she, such a good bitch girl in yeah this. she gets to play high schooler again 10 years later also which is crazy <laughs> that's, yeah that's something's wrong about that something's that doesn't sit right with me but i will say yeah. i did love when hannah was like yeah you've learned a lot on the main streets of park slope like drag that girl literally hannah needed support and that like of course hannah like thinks that she's a child so she thinks that they're relating no, well, really it's like. crazy you would say that because she actually says to Tad in the episode, I'm not a child. I just didn't bring my wallet. <laughs> he says, show me. He says, show me. <laughs> he says, put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. And she really had to shut up. And she really I love did. Maude here being like, you're being homophobic. Some of my friends' dads, some of my friends have four dads, <laughs> which is like a beautiful <laughs> And I was like, line. wait, that's actually so ahead of that's its so time because now time. in our polythropal universe, that could very well be true. I, mean, yeah. I want four dads in a Park Slope townhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, access to the co-op, but I don't access have to work to in co-op. it. co-op. Oh my god! That would be a dream. Have you, you guys ever been in a co-op? No, 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 no. When I lived in Toronto, I went to a co-op, and it was when I was being zero waste. Um, <gasps> I love your break- journey is so. <laughs> I love breaking up my past, but I yeah. loved it because I would bring a giant mason jar and fill it up with the kombucha they had on tap. No, girl. on tap. And I was like, every time I went, it was a different flavor. Ugh, do you miss it? 
Um, thank God it's the past. <laughs> thank God it's the past. Thank God it's the past. I oh. do feel bad because um we had Elsie Fisher on a podcast oh, and I gave them um my scoby. And then I later learned that I could have left the scoby in a warm place for too long. So I hope I didn't poison Elsie oh Fisher. Oh my God, you <laughs> darling actress, Elsie Fisher. If you ruin Bo Burnham's muse for us, <laughs> You will suffer. You yeah. will pay for that. I didn't mean to. It has been several months. I'm sure they're fine. I haven't heard much from her we recently. We might not a summer I turned pretty season three. Uh, and that will be on you. And you'll no, have to sort of live with that. And by the way, any show that had two seasons and then there was the strike, they're not getting the third season anymore. <laughs> or they it. are and they're going to be 30. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if you want that, you'll never gonna get it. Yeah. You're never gonna get yeah, it. They're all twenty in that show, so wait, it's can you better. explain what the deal with Hollywood is right totally. now? Totally. So there are these bad people and there are these good people, okay. and the bad people seem to be in control, but the good people are like, don't do that anymore. This is just and the like good the Wonka won. plot. Thank you. So everything does come back to Wonka for me. Yeah. In a real way. Um, oh, I it's thought, so good. I thought nobody saw it, but then I saw a tweet today that said it. More people have bought tickets to that than the. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, well, a thousand percent. But the thing is, people, no one that we know has seen it, but like actually people like outside of the country are really watching oh, it. Oh, okay. People really, are excited. Really, it's really doing gangbusters, you know. Well, you're forgetting that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was a really big DVD movie mm. and many fans. Oh my God, wait, so, are you so young that you're talking about the Johnny Depp version? Or yeah. like the... <gasps> we, of course, know the Gene Wilder one, but it wasn't the first one it I saw. It wasn't the first one. That is now, I need to just walk into the sea. That is so, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I feel like... Hey, sorry, Chris walked into the ocean. Um, hopefully they'll be back soon. Yeah, we can only hope. Oh, um, okay. No, I do respect the that. Paris called the Trams. The, 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 the Sen. The Sen. The time it gets so clean that they can swim in it during the Olympic Games. Oh, that's Have not. Have you seen this? I did not see that. That sorry, feels like that's so a, off top. It's so important. No, but that's the Sen is always. It's always important to talk about the Sen and sort of just to touch down on what's going on there. What is the Trams? <laughs> I watched I'm poor things to... today, so I've Paris has been on my mind. Oh my god. Lisbon and Paris. Lisbon I and loved Paris. when they were on a cruise ship. That was so random. Gerard Carmichael sort of just being vaguely gay there. It was very like, oh, so this <laughs> this that. is a this is a book. <laughs> it's, it's very that's very a chapter of a book. I'm like this only happens in books. Yeah, it is a book though. It, is, it was a book, and we can so often forget that. I Mostly. wish Girls was a book. I'd love to read it. I would. I need a book right now. I would read a. I would read a girls book. Right. Yeah. I would read a girls no, book. No, every book is always telling a story that's more epic than this, and I'm <laughs> like, well, I actually need more of a day to day breakdown. Yeah, I want something that I yeah can really sort of just take in. Sort of, yeah. yeah it's really sort of small sort of uh, you know about the day-to-day struggles of a woman they don't yeah. write books about that never uh, no, ever in a book about that my experience in Reese Witherspoon's book club um <laughs> that's kind of proud card carrying member yeah 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 <laughs> all literature is kind of about books where girls are kind of upset girls are kind of upset yeah. that's sort of all, that, all there is in literature I guess they're in trouble I guess I gotta join Reese's book club I oh it's to, huge for me I have to actually give it to Hannah this episode because yeah. she is known for always making it about herself and while a lot of it was she was still <laughs> doing that I will say she was actually being like dad I'm fine with it I yeah. just mm. need a boundary and mom I, it actually sounds like this is more of a you issue yeah and, and I have to applaud her for that and it's like what would you do if your dad was like hey I'm gay now well yeah. i don't know any gay men that came out later in life mm. so i'm kind of curious to you i do and what i mean there's like, like grinder hookups does that count like yeah well are you getting their story afterwards sometimes sometimes okay, you get then. it and you don't even want it or you're like i actually didn't need to do I didn't talk actually, back. yeah i sort of was ready to walk out the door but if you want to sort of talk about your mm. trauma but it is hard not to like have some sort of like a deep well of compassion for these men who 
let's say it, wasted a lot of their life. Well, not wasted because every experience is valid, but didn't get to live their truest selves um, and are now trying to make up for lost time. And And I, of course, immediately go to the wife. (laughs) How does it feel to be her? (laughs) To be the wife. Glenn Close, the wife. Yeah, Yeah, because it's like, yeah, coming out as gay um in your 50s 60s whatever yeah. tough also being married for three decades before that it really makes it tougher it makes it tougher and you have to imagine like what was that sex like which obviously they had sex and we, we sort of we talked about that no. we did see it in season one shower sex i'm classically thinking i'd rather marry a woman almost every day not emotional intimacy openness right. um, yeah it's like Gay men have so much shame and they all have to walk around with it. Ugh, and every it's like, day. it actually could be so much easier to marry a woman. Well, that's why I was like, wow, this show is actually, I think it gets so much flack for being like, it was so like millennial and you never, it was all about Hannah and her problems and you never saw the other side. And I was like, wait, if they were being so reasonable when Tad and Lorraine were like, yeah, we might stay married because like we're already married and maybe we'll stay married. And Hannah was freaking out, but the show actually did a good job of being like, Hannah, you're being ridiculous. Like, Couples, things work for different couples. Like the staircase couple, where that guy, <laughs> that closet right. guy, threw his wife so down the funny. staircase. That worked until it didn't. It worked until it didn't. And I, exactly. And when I was 16, I remember hearing about a very similar couple like this, where it's a mm. lesbian, a gay man who got married, maybe for health insurance reasons, mm. had a baby together, but were hooking up separately. Totally. And at 16, he's like, that's the kind of gay I want to be. That could be such a great gay. And that's the type of gay that has a Park Slope house. That's a gay car gay that has a Park Slope house. More people involved, you know, unconventional more families. <laughs> and when more four people involved. Yeah. <laughs> that's four paychecks, honey. Yeah, to oh grow up God. in a four-income household could be huge. Oh, that'd be amazing. Twice as many as I had growing up. <laughs> it's like, I'm just thinking like four part-time jobs. It's well, like... <laughs> you want the the number on the paycheck, just to clarify. <laughs> That's what it's really about. <laughs> that is what it is about. Um, that is what it's about. But, but yeah, people stay married. Most marriages almost never have to do with them loving having sex with each other. Yeah, so few really is that a main component. Yeah. And I think, well, you know, Todd and Lorene, not that different, not that different not from that- us. But I do, I uh, I will say, a little Elijah goes a long way for me. Um, mm. And this is like a nice amount of Elijah, this episode. And Elijah being sort of like mentor to Tad as like gay. No, gay so really want to see Elijah in. I yeah. swear to God. We always have to see Elijah as a mess, but... When you someone's new to coming out, even if they're older than you, you feel like such a chaperone and mentor. And they're looking for guidance. They're looking for guidance they're so desperately for it. And it's it's, it's such jeans. a validating experience, honestly, because <laughs> you can always like question your own gayhood and like your experience. But when you can get tell someone else about your own experience and then help them guide through it, it's like. I look at me. I've kind of done everything right up until this moment. Exactly. You're so validated. Every experience, everything that you have. I would feel so crazy as Tad. It's like (laughs) to go to New York. First of all, you're living in Michigan. You go to New York. You're talking to Elijah and Elijah's like, here's what it's like to be gay. It's like I'd be having my notebook out like crying like Uh, a fuck. Taking notes 100%. (laughs) He's like, what street do I go to? Fuck. Not Christopher Street. Not Christopher Christopher Street. Street. It's so true. For them to know that then to like now it's like that's East Hobo where these is, days. Where is Christopher Street? That's going to be in the West Village. Yeah, is that the one where like, the Stonewall? That's actually, yeah, that is that is the one. Oh, that Everybody is Everybody clap, that is the 
one more Stonewall. Yeah, I went there in June. It, it wasn't what I thought it looked like. It, yeah, it never is, honey. The vodka grand hit though. Woo! Does it ever? Does it ever? I've already brought this up, but the one time I've been to Stonewall is for a Deloitte um, <laughs> Christmas party pride theme. <laughs> that is so deeply a upsetting. Themed Christmas party for, for Deloitte. Deloitte. For Deloitte. <laughs> you do that. You you fucking celebrate. That's so mad. Have fun. mad <laughs> it's so magical. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, yeah. What else is on Christopher Street? Um, the, um, oh, 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 that that piano, the duplex. Yeah, Maurice Crisis. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be right like there. Famous. It's right there, but it's it's not Christopher Street. It might be like right next to it. It's, it's right a- by. The only time I'm going to West so- Village now, of course, is for um. Playhouse. Oh, Playhouse, of course. Beginning of the sentence. I, that's 100%. I used to live in the West Village. That makes Back sense chic. to me. Chic, chic, chic. It was right after college. It was the smallest apartment I ever did own. And it was like right when things were starting to turn where it's like, obviously gay people could barely afford to live there anymore. But like, there was still like a couple and then it became fully finance vests. Deloitte, wow. Deloitte Christmas party, gay themed. Um, it's and, at least allyship. Yeah, at the very sort of a least. big, you know, sort of yeah, gesturing towards allyship. So, would you say that the gay spots are all in Brooklyn now? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they keep pushing us further and further out. Right. I mean, like, think about where we're sitting right now. Right. Well, listen, we went from Williamsburg to Bushwick, so we know the story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we know what's next, Coney Island. <laughs> yes, there's been a gay club there. Well, you know, I. I Something that's really I would love to talk about is how we finally get to see a gay actor play straight. Isn't that so Ace. fun? In Ace, we never Zach get to Quinto. see gay guys to play straight. And unfortunately, Zach Quinto kind of broke the mold, and it's still the only person to ever do that. Accomplishment, he shattered of that glass ceiling. And he was being so believably straight. Oh my god! Because it's like I actually know five to seven of the those aces. Those running aces. around this damn town. And Ace is also asexual, so it's such a funny <laughs> it's little such a name. It's oh my god! I will say when they, I forgot about like they're like his like tantric sex with Jessa at the beginning of the episode, but they're sort of like not moving and talking, and I was like, oh, guy, some guys really do fuck like that. Right? It's he's not like, my I'm, preferred he's mode, like, but I'm how I learned what sex was was from that scene. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like Jessa sitting on him. I was like, yeah, that was that's a way I to do it. I have to say, we haven't seen Jessa open up. Um, um, and like want something and get it um, that's like a pure heart even if she got it in a not pure way mm. but it is like fun to be like oh she wanted to date this guy and now she is and now she's happy running through the streets like that is sweet that to see that was in those big chunky heels I was worried about her ankles but Literally. Jessa knows how to run in heels yeah she's not getting Moroccan she's getting Ethiopian aka now sausages because she <laughs> ran into Mimi Rose's a gorgeous but blue apartment so insidious like Zach, and Zach Quinto shout out to him so insidious being like yeah, we're gonna go to this Ethiopian restaurant, but he was always running to Mimi Rose. He, he was, was always, always always running to Mimi well, Rose. Well, another amazing parallel. Because we we're talking about earlier Hannah and her boundaries. Now, that's a mm. amazing game maker, Hunger Game style. Now being <laughs> like the roles being reversed on her ass. And now she's playing she's a now, player in the goddamn game. Now she has the bow and arrow. Girl. It's like fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's, she really she's running to the cornucopia. <laughs> she's is, painting herself to look like a rock. <laughs> it is that scene is so sad because Jessa immediately clocked it from the moment he's like let's stop in she knows and then it's like this build and then she's just like watching it fold and then she gets to the point where she's like adam we can't do this adam we have to go adam we come with me she puts out her hand and she says come with me literally to the emerald city she says we're getting out of here imagine if she sung oh my god (laughs) 
Come with me. Oh my god, and the green guys the come out. Oh my god, it would be actually kind of a sleigh. I would be so on board. I'd be gagged. I'd be gagged. <laughs> I'll say it. I feel something. I don't know why. Um, what do we learn from Mimi Rose shenanigan? I mean, that we've been building up to this. We knew it was inevitable. Oh, 100%. She wanted her back, and then she is so obsessed with like the art of drama. And she's oh, like, that was so smart. Thank you. It's the just art like of drama. like she doesn't care about Adam. Like she's like, this is fun, but it's more just like I want. It's so like experiencing your life from the lens of like, can I write about? Do you really it? think she doesn't care about Adam? I think she just cares about herself more. She definitely does care about herself more, but I also think she only cares about Adam in how he relates to her. Like she's one of those mm. people who feels yeah. she's so she thinks of herself as so altruistic and in tune with the universe, <clears throat> but the universe is really just herself. Yeah. And she's addicted to drama. And like the, the her like idea of like being like, wow, I'm like, I guess I'm experiencing jealousy for the first time. Like I think she believes that that is true. I think she believed oh, she that she to. was experiencing jealousy for the first time. A hundred percent. And that's just but that's not reality, honey. And it's like, no, I've seen inside out. It ha- jealousy happens at a young age. Yeah, it actually it's right there. It's one of the five that we get from the jump. Yeah, honey. what's her Mindy Kaling's always there. Always there. Wait, so Mindy Kaling played a green one? I think, yeah, Envy. Yeah, maybe. I hope so. Not I mean, in the not in the sequels. They didn't pay her enough. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. She's not coming back. Amy Neither Poehler's is Bill Hader, baby. Bo- I oh. love Bill Hader. I know, me too. I'm so good at being a feminist, and then Bill Hader shows up, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does it mean for you to be a feminist when you have that reaction? <laughs> oh, are we going to unpack well, that? Well, it's just like, his, I think his marriage was bad, and I'm like, I know, he seems like a really good guy. Let's not be mad at him <laughs> But I'm going to be long. I'm gonna be on his side. I'm going to be on his side, yeah. yeah. Then are we setting up that Adam and Jessa are... Falling. Well, yes, and I think like for those of us who know because we've seen the show, it's like it's like oh my god, duh. But I feel like at the time that was like the it was one of the craziest things that had ever happened in my life when Adam and Jessa sort of get together. In your personal life, the craziest thing is Adam and two fictional characters, Adam and Jessa getting together. When it happened, (laughs) oh my god, I couldn't call in. I could, I had to call in sick. I couldn't go. I couldn't sit for an exam. No, it was so crazy. It was so so crazy. But we're seeing how they do honestly kind of relate to each other in a way that makes sense like they do actually make a lot of sense as a couple yeah I know. like it's, it's, it's sorry you go oh i was just gonna say people online get so mad and they're like it's unforgivable it's shocking it's unacceptable and i'm like it actually kind of happened in an organic way and actually <laughs> if you grow up and look outside your door this is happening in friend groups almost oh, every day every, Over the i was price. gonna say the same thing where it's like the big movement right now is to fuck your friends. Like this is on everyone's oomphs. end for twenty twenty four. It's all about oomphs. Fucking it really no, because is. so dating apps are over and everybody's only wanting like a mutual, oh, an Instagram mutual. It's sliding in. It's, it's all sliding about sliding in, in the DMs. If Which is even crazier because remember Tinder used to say, "Here's your ten mutual Facebook friends." <laughs> yeah, and now we don't have that as a guiding star anymore, <laughs> so I can't tell who's in my circle or not. No, but that just means you have to shoot your shot. You have to shoot your you shot. You have to shoot your shot to those who it's you think deserve brave. it. But you have long term boyf. Yeah, I do have a long. I do have a long term boyf. Long term boyf. But we're open. So interesting to say. Wait, to how long term? <laughs> so we had met like six summers ago, oh if that makes God. sense. But we were like Wait. very much. I like, love measuring um, <laughs> a relationship in summer. In summers, <laughs> measure life in love. Measure life in <laughs> summer. So love Simon Cody. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the nicest thing, the worst thing anybody's ever said to me. Um, but no, we literally did meet, um, I guess, like, right, like, pride of 2017. But then, like, he had a boyfriend and I was sort of dating someone. So it was very sort of, like, random. We were, didn't really sort of, like, get sort of seriously start dating until... Uh, Is he like, older? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, like, 12 years older than me. Would Major. he be called a daddy? So that actually was a, a recurring funny joke that I was like, he because he would like <laughs> well he might say it differently some have said to me that he is daddy coded and, and daddy wow. adjacent uh yeah he's kind of daddy had vibes. You on for this episode no it's daddy issues is actually so deep that's why we reached deep out for me. that's why we reached out <laughs> you knew you knew you knew you knew um but yeah no he's definitely like in that sort of like in that space he occupies that space um and it is like it's fun it, like I, I will say like not to be like the hannah daddy jokes got a little old after a little while but it is kind of funny that like tad is daddy and like he's also hannah's no, daddy i'm locking my ass off yeah. <laughs> all the way <laughs> i'm each bowling from here to next tuesday like it's a joke that we are like sometimes hearing our friends making every day it's like that gay guy he's daddy and he's also a dad it's like one of those natural jokes everyone comes up with their own 100%. but they took it to a new level here which is like they took that joke and they actually subverted it even more which yes. i love and they went to the furthest possible point of it which they, is really what they, 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 they tried really... so early on and someone's gay experience is also really magical mm. i know i'm thinking a lot about gay, gay tribes are kind of over in a way that i think dating apps are over too yeah gay no one's tribes like are over yeah i don't think Wait. anyone's like i'm an otter and no. treat me as such i don't think anybody's we self-identifying someone who's identifying as otter no, no 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 i think i never even knew there's about only, the otter otter is, there's twink bear <laughs> twunk and then it's like and, everyone else and that's sort of, yeah and then sort of like any yeah but then you you have like an otter which is sort of like a hairy twink and then you would have like you know like a cub which is like a young bear yeah. I mean, a young so bear. many subcategories mm-hmm. and in millennial culture like in tw- so 2013 when this was out like that was important but now we've we're beyond that well i mean that. i no, even uh, feel yeah. like you go i want you to talk about the gay experience <laughs> let, me talk about, <laughs> let me talk about being a gay go man <laughs> top and bottom are on their way out well yeah well those will sort of i think always be here to stay in some degree because there right. are some totally. girls who can't do both not everybody else well i'm also thinking it's like if you take all if you're an otter you're actually taking gay way too seriously yeah you're thinking way <laughs> too hard about it way too hard. you really gotta like get out get, you like touch some grass you need to touch some grass you need like, a hobby go outside if you're get an otter, you need a hobby <laughs> if you're you an need, otter you need a hobby get a hobby otters <laughs> get offline <sighs> there's like one youtube comment that's like uh, thank you for bringing that to my attention. Thank you for calling me out. Like, I needed this I need- to move forward. I needed to hear this. Oh, that is so true. But we weren't there yet. So back, so you know, Elijah and Tad, you know, delineating what type of gay Tad is going to be, rather than just being Tad. That well, felt very he- true to the time. Tad, if cuffing the sleeves like that, and there's a floral plinth on the other side. If Tad was gay when he was 25, he wouldn't be daddy. No, he would not. No, he would never be daddy. But Elijah was so right again. Elijah, when Elijah knows, he does know. Um, when Elijah's like, you know, he did some like he like did some like. With the dry humping with some like his college roommate. And then insurance he was like, adjuster. I thought that was the funniest line I've ever heard. <laughs> the insurance adjuster did kill me. <laughs> He's getting railed by his insurance adjuster once a year. <laughs> Wouldn't we all so be so lucky? Um, <laughs> but yeah, Elijah really did bring some of the wisdom. But then also it was a, it's a little dated when he was like, um, when Elijah, when they were like, oh yeah, Tad, like probably so many cargo pants. 
in in Michigan. It's like, honey, that's sort of what we wear now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's yeah. wearing cargo pants these days. Ten it's years come later, back around. it's come back around. It's we come... finally found a dated line in the show. <laughs> it's the first one. The first it's one. actually the first one. Five, four seasons in. <laughs> four seasons and nine um, episodes in. Wait, I have. To, I think we have to move on to the last two girls. But let's go to our the second. Marnie of it all. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we're we, gonna go on our second, second break, break. But when we come back, honey, we'll do hold the Marnie of it all. <laughs> Because we're about the ring, ring, Marnie into this. Oh, and the ring don't mean a thing. Sorry. <laughs> I wanted Wait. to try something, and then I tried it, and I didn't like that. We'll support you no matter what. Oh, my God, and we're back. We, I yeah. think we did a lot of growth. Yeah, um, and that, and throw that a dog a bone, I swear to God. Throw a dog a bone. <laughs> the dog has the bone now. So Marnie is engaged, doesn't want to tell anybody, and then immediately tells Ray, and then four minutes later tells the entire room, which also... Gets so, on mic to tell the entire room. If there's one thing Marnie's going to do, <laughs> no it's get on mic. <laughs> one thing she's going to do. But it's so funny because she is at a political thing where nobody knows her. No, does not know a single soul there. It's doesn't not know. about her. Her. Uh, no one knows Desi. She's like, so me and Desi have some exciting news. And it's like, you could hear a pin drop. Everyone's like, who is this girl? Meanwhile, Ray is like full pivot turn. Like, yes, tell me more. He's like, yes, and he is. He is Ariana Grande. Yes, and in that moment, I didn't know you could decorate a public space like that. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't know if you should. I don't know if you should. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you should. I have a friend who's running for state assembly. Go Eli Northrup. Vote for him. Um, and I went to an event. Not too long ago, that was really eerily similar. Wait, you're in your political era? I'm in my political era. Political boots era. I'm obsessed with that guy. Oh, yeah. Did you have a little hat like that? Um, Yeah. And a little, you know, a little like, what is this? Yeah. Like a kazoo? Kazoo. 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 It's, it's kazoo, but I said bazoo. <laughs> you guys a have to live with that. A bazooka? Yeah. Is it really called a bazooka? Guns in this show. It might be. We love guns here. But it is one of those things to say that like, once you become Ray's age, and, like, whatever, like you do start wanting to get involved with lo- in local politics. I was at 18 and, and I wish I could, I could go back. Because I went I, lived, so I went to school in D.C. for a little. You were so ahead of your time. I was forced to be. Because all my peers wouldn't talk to me if I didn't know what Hillary Clinton's whole deal was. <laughs> so you had to do the work yourself. Yeah, I had to you do had the work. To do work. I have to say as somebody who grew up in Texas and then moved to Canada it was only when I moved to New York that I found out that people live in D.C. and it's their whole thing and it's a personality and just like East Coasters in general know so much about the government that I never knew was a cultural touchdown. Oh yeah it's sort of a, a now more than ever we're in an election year once we forget <laughs> so we all better be reading up on the things that are happening in politics year. more important who's <laughs> gonna win the Olympics these are these are things that are important on the east coast on the east coast it seems tough that the Olympics and the election would happen the same I year know, one of them should bow out yeah one of them should bow and I'm kind of voting election I would yeah. love there's like you know what girl you got this Olympics let's skip this one Paris needs its time the city is not in its best shape yeah as we said the Sen the, the Sen and I'm learning that word now <laughs> and it's never too late to learn what the Sen is so Ray wins even though it's yeah, unclear Ray. the numbers are being counted and then it's like yeah I won yeah and, and, and the like, guy just walks in and he's like I concede I'm moving to Katona you can Mark Maron mean like I'm moving to Katona I'm like I wish you would it is 
Mark Maron. Oh my god, I forgot. That is true. Enough with the city. You move to Westchester. You get out. You yeah. get up. You go upstate. You go twenty minutes north. Yeah, <laughs> and everything's different there. And it's like this doesn't even exist. And now Ray is left to clean up the mess, a mess of his own making. And part of that mess is the fact that he's still in love with Marnie Michaels because he's she's the hottest person that he's ever slept with, probably. Literally, and he can't get over and her. And he can't get over her, and she treats him like dirt in a way. Literally garbage. And her whole performance of kindness as she enters, like, hi. And eh. like, I just wanted to tell you because we're so close. No, you wanted to tell him because you wanted to hurt him. Like you love having that secret power. Yeah, you love you, and you know so you know what this will do to Ray. You know it will sending, absolutely decimate him. Sending Desi to the bar to grab to drink, and then to then ruin a man's life. <laughs> that is Marty <laughs> Michael cold. in that show. That is cold as ice. I also do love that. Like I think she got a prosecco. Like he came back with like a, <laughs> a sparkly wine glass. Was, I was like, you're was so this, basic. It was in this episode that I was like, and she will go on to star in Megan. <laughs> This is when we knew. This is when we knew. We can see the groundwork, the controlling energy, yeah. the tightness. She's so Taylor's fucking good. Taylor's mastermind happening in real time. Um, oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's devastating to see Ray's face fall and just be like, oh, my God. I'm, a perfect timing, girl. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. really the Reverse dance of like, the white swan and the black swan. Like oh. we, It is this poor. She's like so altruistic. She's showing up and she's like. Look at me, Desi. We're going to keep it a little secret for ourselves. Amelia turns around, backstabs her ex-boyfriend, who she... In the quotes, face. In the face. Quotes Backstabs as, um, him in the face. I wish, and I would love to do that to someone one day. You're just kind of smiling, like, hey, hey, you're going to reach around yes. you. Ice pick. Just right there. Oh, oh my God. God. And then, I mean, well, the thing is, Ray gives this really impassioned speech, mm-hmm. and he's looking at Marnie the whole time being like, if you ever need me, I'll be there. Yeah. I'm looking at Marnie. Marnie's then realizing... Like how she's having guilt from the breakup, hundred percent. Avoiding personalities, love to have guilt from breakup. They do. They love to have it way too, too late. late. Yeah, way, way too, too late. late. Should have been feeling those emotions way sooner. I'm like, that was a season ago, yeah, girl. <laughs> process this. She should have taken a page out of your book and processed that way Absolutely. sooner. Way sooner than she Absolutely. did. Absolutely. like clutching her because he's like, don't. I'm not gonna let go of you because is, you're mine. It is cool that Desi's like, huh? What's going on? <laughs> Anyways, they defined anxious avoidant relationship Desi and Marnie oh it's so they wrote it down they created a genre did we even have that lexicon back then I don't even think we knew what that was I don't think that was invented until 2018 attachment no. styles yeah. Attachment yeah they're really new they're really new Wait, what is your attach um I'm avoidant Amazing. I'm avoidant. Thank you for I'm, saying that. Yeah, You're I, actually not as avoidant as you think, if you oh, can admit. That's like, okay, that's huge. I definitely, I won't, I will just keep a distance. I'll do my own thing. I won't think about it. I won't say anything. I'll let things simmer. I'll let things sort I of think fester. It's he- I think it's healthy in the best one. Thank you. Oh, that's okay. That's huge. Wait, it's wait, wait, are there other, I mean, anxious avoidant, what are you, what are y'all? So I actually just took a quiz and I, <laughs> Sorry, I always thought I was laugh. just like avoidant. Versus three it's, words. It's Versus three words. Fearful, like... attach, fearful avoidant. Unorganized. Fearful, unorganized avoidant. Oh, yeah. Disorganized, fearful avoidant. Can you send me this quiz? I'll send you the and, quiz. Okay. And I hate it to do this be... to you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm secure. Ah, no. I thought for years I was you... anxious. <laughs> I thought I was anxious for years. And then I took a test and my therapist was like, you shouldn't trust online diagnosis testing, but I think you're secure as well. Ah. Biggest okay, now you have... of my whole life. And I think I'm better than that. You know what? I guess we should clap for you. That's actually so huge. <laughs> no, we are so, so happy. I don't believe you, but I'm, I'm happy for you. I don't believe it either. <laughs> I didn't believe I, I I I had to be anxious with my therapist in a second, but she's actually you can feel anxiety and not be anxious. You can attachment. Feel. Mm, Evan yeah. has always mm. been giving secure attachment, but just having low level 
anxiety about new experiences. Okay, and, and that's something like- I can't relate to. Because I get anxious because I'm so avoidant. That's oh. because I'm avoiding stuff for so long. Then I you're avoiding anxious. I'm avoiding anxious. Oh I'm God, avoiding anxious. Amazing. But I don't know if I'm disorganized. This no, no, disorganized fearful. Really scary it was like one. no offense, all love. It's like you're you're scared of your dad, and you're also feeling random all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I guess wait, that's it. That like, sounds exactly <laughs> how it feels. Yeah, I didn't know there were words for that. Yeah, but... it's like oh, the word is random. The word is random, and you can sometimes be literally feeling random. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I just learned so much. Oh, my All because God. of Marty Michaels and Desi. No, and thank God. It's like, if we had this podcast 10 years ago, we wouldn't even get to have this conversation. Oh, no. not at all. Well, not at all. just Shauna's attachment style is here. Oh, well, she's, I think she's anxious to, like, a uh, clinical, like, like she's yes. so anxious. She's, she's, she's fixing the cake. She's blowing up the balloons. She's, yeah. she's ignoring everything in her life to make it all about Ray, even though she knows she doesn't even want to be with Ray. She's so acts of service, too. She's like, her so- love language is so, so active service. So active. like taking act. projects of um, little scared men. Well, oh, because <laughs> Hannah's words of affirmation, and I guess it, like it, that's yeah. Hannah. Jessa's touch. Yeah, Jessa's so touch. Marnie's presence. But I think Marnie's also Jessa's quality, quality, quality time. time. Yeah. I think Jessa's oh, that's quality true. They time could also too. Be, okay, there's also Marnie's like time. I want him always, always. But he also needs to give me things. Yeah. I think that's. I think there's a. I think oh, there's a presence. You're so right. I think right. there's a gift giving with Marnie. Oh, presence. I think presence. Like not like presence. Presence. presence, but also presence. presence. Mm, somebody should no, write a screenplay based on that. Because she's always giving a little gift. She's like, I got you a guitar pick, and now you have to love me forever. Yeah, and that is her. That is her. That easy, and then show totally acts of service she's gonna she's gonna bend over backwards for the people she needs what is ray i mean i think ray i think maybe that's where ray and shush met was like they're both acts of service people i think ray's also words affirmation because he's amazing giving a pep talk he is and he's also amazing at cutting you down if he wants to but he's a really good i mean that pep talk what he did with marnie what he did that like i i'll be there for you because you're there for me too but that's not what he's saying but that's sort of (laughs) that was the vibe Um, that was words. That was words of affirmation. That was words. It was mm-hmm. crazy that he did that. It was really, it was really crazy that he did that. Honestly, it was really it was unprofessional. R- really of a romantic city council too. member. Well, but it, no one knew. No one. It, knew. He actually wrote to speak so well that it kind of applied to everyone and to one person. Brilliant, brilliant writing. That's Jenny Connor. That's the definition of a rom com. That is props to <laughs> props to the writer of this that's, episode. That's the definition of a rom com. <laughs> Say more. Is this every rom com? There's a moment where it's everyone's in a room, but you're only looking at one person. Mm. And then there's mm. something that happens that's public that it's also private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. like, it's like for everybody and everybody thinks it's one meeting, but then there's also the second deeper meeting that only the one person in the room understands. Exactly. And now it's a rom com moment. Oh <laughs> my god, thank you, Lena Dada. <laughs> thank you. It created it. Oh my invented god. invented I the rom com. I hope the new Meg Stalter vehicle's a rom com. If it's not, I'm gonna be so It's a rom com. It is confirmed rom com. <gasps> that's so confirmed. good. Oh, our queen. Um, our girly. Um, I love her. Girls are rom com. <laughs> <laughs> in certain Isn't it circles. a black comedy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, dramedy even <laughs> it's a dramedy it's just like dramedy. the bear which is a dramedy too oh my god Girls that one, is the bear that show is so annoying to watch i'm like you want me to just have anxiety in my own home and you're already <laughs> and you're already anxious <laughs> that's just like uh, you know attachment style it is so that i'm it's like so can bad. we just breathe for a second <laughs> let's take a chill pill like, oh, everybody god. take I'm a smoke break it's, is there any other girls well, we kind of hit them we hit them all of course um the episode ends with hannah walking in and being like 
and Marnie announces the entire engagement. Wait, okay, really quick. Why yeah. do we think Marnie announces the entire engagement after saying she didn't? Well, because she needs the validation of the uh, jury of her peers and people that she doesn't know to be like, wait, this is good. We're going to clap for you, which means that it's a good thing that you're getting oh, I, married. I think it's because she also has guilt. Because Ray, the way she looked at Ray and the way we were talking about mm-hmm. a second ago where like she is like now having re- a little bit of regret from like the way she ended things with Ray and like never respect him. So, like, in order to her separate herself from her feelings, she has to dive so much into this romantic feeling of love yes. with Desi and make so it, it so public. So, out everything else. Yeah, so she can, like, uh, dissolve her brain of any guilt. Yeah, and she also wants to flex on these hoes. Yeah, too. and that's a big point. <laughs> and no, be I'm, like, and I'm way... getting married. I'm married, married. I'm going to get married, you single sluts. Yeah, when you're going to engage, you have to make it everyone else's problem. I've never seen a girl be so, like, and I'm getting married. Yeah, it's very much that meme <laughs> where the girl's like, Marnie is so that girl smiling. That she is so that girl. And that girl smiling, it's harder to pull up than you think. And I think Allison Williams does a really good job of it. I know. Uh, Snaps for her. Snaps for her. Um, so the episode does end with Hannah saying to Ray, What is it? She's like, Are we like I'm having a really good time? Just kidding. Can you tell I'm pretending? Yeah, she's like, I'm faking it too. And she's like, I'm faking she's he's like I'm actually really bad and she's like my whole life is bad yeah she's like I'm faking everything yeah exactly oh my god and it's like well and that 25 (laughs) oh and then Adam not being able to go into the political event because he can't see Hannah right now he's like are you scared to see Hannah it's like I want to see her too bad he needs her too much oh that's heartbreaking that's heartbreaking oh do you remember like discovering Adam Driver like that was such a I didn't know men could look like that really like no one did nobody did and it's like wow and then that's such a type of guy and he's so good he created ugly hot he did Magnon sort of like really interesting features that don't really work but then are more than the sum of their parts he's marvel now he's marvel wait what is he he might be marvel dc DC? what is kylo oh you're talking star wars but that's something that's part of disney world but it's definitely not part of marvel okay it's disney (laughs) hollywood studios disney um, hollywood studios it's big i think it's good for ugly men to have that sort of representation of like and then you can join the star wars universe yeah you too you too it's not all chris evans is no ugly makes a lot of sense in a star wars universe i would think it really does i did find Mm -hmm. myself fully being like oh my god what if what if adam walked in and then reconnect with Hannah and then they lived together happily ever after that would but be that, an amazing would you series think Hannah finale would take Adam back though <laughs> at that point I think in that moment she would have but I don't I think ultimately no in the long term no but that this night I think this night yeah. things were happening Marnie just was like I'm getting married I think she was no I'm really anti of people break up unless it's for a reason of like switching locations and you have to separate for like non-emotional reasons mm. getting back together I've never seen it work one that time that is so so real I'm trying to like I'm racking my brain and like no you're right no actually I think we can we can go full 10 full... there's been a lot of growth maybe like five years down the road but like no one actually is growing enough to justify getting back with yeah. the next. Wait, really quick. Can we answer the question? Do people <laughs> yeah. change? <gasps> Every day yeah. and not at all. Ooh. Okay, yeah. yeah I actually yeah. think I... Um, um, I actually think most people don't. I think most people don't change. I actually bravely think people can change. <gasps> I think in the course of the last two months, I've not... It hasn't been a big change, but I definitely felt fundamental changes in myself. Uh-huh. In, in positive or negative ways. 
and positive. That's good. You're secure. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Us so over here, easier. just like jaws on the floor, like, <laughs> like oh yeah. I can't imagine people that. People can't change. I've been huh. trying for years and no, hasn't really stuck. Yeah. Well, because I went through B breakup, so Ooh. breakup's an amazing time actually to self reflect. And, and that's honestly, an amazing catalyst ways, for change. I've never been better. That I have to really say, um, when I asked the question, I meant a bigger change than the change you've gone through. <laughs> But Your change doesn't count small. is what Amelia's saying. Changes can be small, but uh, small things add up to bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the only <laughs> that's way to change. That's my statement on Wait, this episode. That could be the only way to change. A lot yeah, of small incremental changes that add up to something that is then bigger than the initial change. Itself. Yeah, that's what. That's actually what the creative process is. It's like mm. you create a process in one big aha moment, small little incremental changes, thoughts, ideas, and then you finally, you can have an aha moment, but it's actually the sum of all parts. Of all the little steps that it takes yeah, to yeah, get yeah. there. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, maybe I've now just changed because of this conversation. Wait, because I knew you. <laughs> because I... Like, I actually feel like a more confident really person. <laughs> Thank you. I can fundamentally <laughs> feel it in my body. I'm like, I just feel more confident. I feel like happier. I'm like inspired by this. Yeah, you like, can in really a real feel way. better. You can actually feel better. It's like, I guess, I think a lot of my problems came from not having a high level of self-awareness mm. of like where my problems actually come from. Like totally. I was suffering from a lot of shame and I wasn't registering as shame. Mm. And the moment I was able to see stuff as shame, I was also able to ask myself the question of why I see experiences change. Totally. It's important to ask yourself why and not what. And then were you able to like let that go or were you able yeah, to just like channel it into something I else? I still, of course, am feeling it. Mm-hmm. And it's, of course, a growth period every day. But in a lot of ways, I'm like, the biggest thing, the bi- my biggest changes have been my acceptance of self, mm. my acceptance of others, and my my ability to want to challenge others also to feel better about themselves. Uh, wait, that is like, okay, jaw dropped. That is really important. <laughs> that's, that's how like, I feel. That is so, so important. And that's such a level of clarity that I don't think any single person on the show Girls has. No. What, Ed, whatever Evan just did the last five minutes has nothing to do with any of these girls. <laughs> <laughs> any no of these overlap. people There's not all. an overlap. But it is it is striking an emotional chord with me. And yeah. this girl right here. Have you read The Velvet Rage? Uh, no, but it's always been on my list. It's just read it. Also, so many things don't have anything to do with ac- our actual lives day to day. But the overall concept of shame in that book is really great. Mm. I mean, a lot of bell hooks and that's also uh, so fundamental for love, finding yourself. All about, all love. about love. Podcasts. I, and also... The practice of journaling every day. Oh, that okay, is so morning major. pages. Go off morning pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, that's so good. It's so important. Julia Cameron was right. It's one Julia of those, Cameron's right. She's, oh, she was right. And we have to say it. She was right. We live in Bushwick. Every third poster here is like morning pages group. <laughs> <laughs> Artist Way group hangout. Everybody's starting the Artist Way again. It's the new year. That's what everybody starts. Everybody starts it in January and it's gone by February. Yeah. Week four is tough. <laughs> We're hoping tough. that's true with Blink Fitness. Amelia <laughs> and I both belong to a of fitness. course, you know I belong to a Blink Fitness too. Guys, it's too crowded. It's too many people doing too many things. Yes, I also did join on January 1st, but you have to understand. It's different. It's, different. it's 100% different for you. It was actually me accepting defeat. Like, I will not find a new yoga studio in Bushwick. <laughs> Let me just, yeah, sometimes you do have to just join the crowd and just yeah. do what the people who are around you are doing. I'm you just like, gotta do it. Hot Pilates is over for me. It's no. time for me to figure to out the machines. Dark gym <laughs> and touched these machines to see machines so dirty. 
dirty. It will never be clean. Oh Honestly, it will build up your immune system. I believe it. I literally tell myself that. I'm I like, actually hold two wet really wipes get... in my hand when I go around. I'm holding the dumbbells with wet wipes <laughs> in my hand. Meanwhile, it's like I knew a girl in school whose mom was obsessed with hand sanitizer, and now that whole family's sick all the time. Of course, because they don't have the immune system oh, to back babe. up. They don't have it, so you're actually making yourself stronger, both physically and immuno-wise. I'm like, we've read the same books. Do you know what this reminds me of, though? Yeah. Just when stuff that maybe can hurt people. Girl! Get your Glock! It's rapid fire time! This is the rapid fire segment of the podcast where we're going to ask you questions so quick, and you have to answer them as quickly as you can. Okay, I love that. I did not know this was coming. So yes, ending this Ariana Grande. You ready for that? Oh, yes. Oh, honey. Am I ever? What is your favorite utensil? Um, Knife. Why is Marnie mad at you? Um, because I don't like her engagement. Do you bring your wallet to lunch with your parents? Every single time, but I don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a voice of your generation or a voice of a generation? I want to say both, but definitely a voice of a generation. And would you say you identify as a child or as a grown up? Um, 13 going on 30. Mm-hmm. Is it homophobic to be mad at your gay dad? Um, yes, but it justified. Sometimes homophobia is good. Does Obama read by... <laughs> He really does. He really <laughs> does read by. That was so funny. What was the right choice for Mimi Rose? Um, it was honestly Adam, but she's too self-involved to have made that decision. Would you want to fuck in a Tiffany music video? I actually, I don't really know who Tiffany is. I don't know who Tiffany is. No. I don't know. So maybe. Does beer taste like boiled butter? <laughs> it can in the summer. <laughs> Where do gay people hang out after Christopher Street? Now it, it keeps getting south and south, but now we're gonna say Ridgewood. Wait, <laughs> is there a gay bar in particular you think about? Um, I mean, I feel like there's like a three dollar bill that's like gay rec center, but then there's also Rosemont, but then there's also Knockdowns. Knockdown Center is I'm probably Singers. Singers is another. That's a really three dollar bill is so YMCA. It's so college. <laughs> it's so like your college RA is like this is what we're doing tonight, guys. Like if you go down to the there's LGBTQ like, Center, there's a lot of different activities. <laughs> There's different spaces you can rotate through. Exactly. It's so jimbery. It's gay jimbery. Oh my god. Um, it's uh, never mind. Um, are you happy for your friends or are you just pretending? Um, it depends on the friend, but mostly happy. But sometimes I am absolutely pretending. Is Tad a daddy? Um, he's actually. I think he's a little bit aged out of daddy. But that's so mm. rude to say. <laughs> Interview over. <The> apologies. <laughs> What are you doing to take back your borough? Um, I'm trying to get involved in local politics, and I always recycle. Well, you'd be uh, such a good politician. Thank you. Wait, I, sometimes but- I feel like people say that, and they're like, "It's actually a dig," and that's like, "We no, can't. No, you no, can't no, be trusted, no. and you're mean, and you're a snake." And uh, I'm thinking more local. I don't uh, want. I don't want you to grant, and because I'm selfish, I want you for me. Like, not I don't on a want national, you for a national level. I don't want you stage. to be in politics. <laughs> no. I see. I, I I can see both. I think you honestly, both of those things are compliments in their own way. But I do. I have gotten that before. Like you like politics, but then that's really about caring about stuff, and also it's about not caring about certain things. And I can only care about the things that I care about. That Does that is, make sense? I, oh, that. That's the only that thing that's made so sense. That's <laughs> felt so true. Wait, that segment was so fun. Well, oh, thank God. we got to bring up the energy in the last quarter. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one more segment left. I'm oh. getting sad. Oh, me too. That outfit in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. <laughs> that's where we compare Brooklyn then versus Brooklyn now. Oh, I love it. I mean, we even sort of touched on this. And we even sort of, sort of organically touched yeah. on it. I'll say ah. it. Um, was there anything that stood out in this episode where you're like, Okay, 2013. I mean, 
not even Tad's outfit, but Elijah's outfit to like take Tad on his like gay awakening where he's wearing like the blazer and then sort of like that like heavily printed Dan Flash's shirt and then like skinny jeans with a belt. That was really like so we were major. we were in a Carson Kressley era of fashion. <laughs> that is so so not what we do today. And I'm not even I'm not a fashionista. I would love to wear the same thing every single fucking day. But even I have been like, okay, I gotta buy a big pant today. I gotta go buy a big pant, even if I don't want to. And I gotta go buy a pant with a lot of um, uh, whatever these are pockets. I'll do that. Cargo, uh, cargo. cargo, cargo. So that really did sort yeah, of yeah. Elijah did dress Tad up Modern Family. It was so, <laughs> so crazy. It was so Cameron from Modern Family. Yeah, wait. The that this could be an amazing collab um, app for that. <laughs> we gotta. Oh wow, yeah. that's the this third. girl at my He's middle school was in one episode. Wow, huge for her of Modern Family as a girl in pink screen at Sofia Vergara on the street. Obsessed. And I will never forget her. Now she's like a Republican cheerleader. You must get her on the podcast. I Wait. love her. Her name's Paley. Paley. I'm kind of just noting this, but this whole podcast, we've all been sitting like the girls on the bench <gasps> in a season one. Oh, that's photo so... Shoot. That's that. Yeah, that we have that. Someone's like this. Got a someone's little bit of this. Yes. The girls are girling. <laughs> we don't even try. And yeah, we can't help and it. Yet, can't help it. It's ingrained in our system. Wait, Is there another? Oh, wait, well, the, wait, can you pull your dads. notes again? The gay dads, Cleo, we already discussed that. Oh, it's yeah. like, yeah, now you would oh, have yeah. four dollars. And gay. The flower <laughs> crown. Oh. Performative bohoism in rich high school students is so classic. It's, and that's something that will never go away. That actually something that was so big back then, but I do think that stands the test of time. Mm. Like I think I think girlies are still doing that. Yeah. Well, it's just like bringing your wallet culture so different now. <laughs> well, now you don't even need it because you have your phone. Apple mm-hmm. Pay. I'm barely bringing. If I don't have to, I'm not bringing my wallet no. out. <laughs> that my, chunky old thing. No, I brought wallets my credit card. only for the weekends. And then every other day is Apple Pay. It's Apple Pay. And if you need my ID, honey, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're not gonna see the it. bars I go to in a week it's like you know me by now I've been to this open like 400 yeah. times let me to hell in <laughs> you're gonna, those are only bars I'm taking you're in. gonna let me in you're yeah, gonna yeah, let yeah, me yeah. in that I is... have a passport photo on my phone and that's all you're gonna get out of my ass <laughs> yeah cause I'm not carrying around my chunky little wallet everywhere when they don't accept photo I'm like can you stop acting crazy yeah what year is this 1946 get a grip also, what 21 year old wants to go to easy lover <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry <laughs> what do they what do they find there what do they hope to find like like uh, like a bunch of like drunk comedians. No, literally, twenty one year olds don't really exist in this area. No, they nor do, should they. But like, they actually have really good fakes, and they would be really conscious to bring their fake out. Oh, they're fakes at the hologram. Yeah, they have the little sticker, the new little sticker. They're genius. Oh my god, when I got arrested for my fake ID, you know that was my that was you a girl's episode. Arrested? Oh, a hundred percent. Why it was 100%? bad. I looked like I was six, and it was also a bad idea. <laughs> well, at um, least you tried. In New Jersey. In New Jersey, I did 40 hours of community service at Trenton Area Soup Kitchen. <gasps> Shout out. You're so Rory Gilmore. Did you have fun? <laughs> no, I did. It was fun, but like they had like the there were two types of name cards um, and you had to write your name on like a name tag and the blue ones were for people who were just like doing community service out of the goodness of their heart and the red ones were for the people Bad. who were doing community service because they were court ordered to oh my and God. like no the blue people were allowed to serve food like to the faces of like the people who needed food and we had to stay in the back in the kitchen and oh we were allowed God. to have frontward facing 
roles. That taught you your lesson. And that taught me my lesson. And that's why I'm running. You can't I'm be front of house. <laughs> not you having to be I'm back of house. Back of house. Not on stage. Not talent. That is not right. It was so wrong. But like, I did make some really good friends with a couple of alcoholics. I almost got arrested <laughs> too in college. I didn't though. Just to clarify. Because there's a party in my college where the house got so hot that all the alcohol started dissolving into the air. So no. the, the, the police entered into the house. They're um their alcohol sensors immediately went off so AK everyone in the apartment even if you weren't drinking or the house was um had to be charged with underage drinking okay that's absolutely crazy <laughs> the craziest thing you've ever heard there's like the mousy roommate in a room yeah. just like no. she's studying she's like taking me outside the next day arrested <laughs> devastating oh that is devastating oh my god oh my god TB we hate to see it um the last thing was like the there was so much talk of boundaries in this episode which I think at the time nobody talked about that. Whereas like every day we hear the word boundaries now. Yeah. yeah. It's actually even like, again, girls ahead of its time, it, they saw what was happening in terms of the culture and self care and protecting yourself and wellness. And they knew exactly where boundaries. capitalism was headed. They knew where it was heading <laughs> and they had their finger on the pulse. And oh, now we're very God. much in like the late stage of that, not a late stage capitalism rep- reference, but boundaries. we're, yeah. And uh, we're still hearing about boundaries every day. And I'm sort of, I want to push against them. Really? I just want to say I'm making a boundary is awesome in theory, I love but then nobody <laughs> follows them or listens to you. No, so then what was do. the point? So then people what do. was the point? Not you. <laughs> Other people. Well, I'm watching This Is Us right now, uh, which is a famous show where they hate women but love to encourage men to be the emotionally mature ones in life. Yeah, and it, it those is. men are so good at setting boundaries. Oh, it makes me so horn dog aspirational. Like every time a man puts a boundary boner for down, a boundary, I'm, I'm a boner for boundaries. When I watch This Is Us, it's yeah. so crazy. <laughs> that feels so accurate to me. Um, yeah, if anything, I should. That's something in twenty. That should be my 2024 vision board. Creating more boundaries. Saying no to things uh, um, Shonda Rhimes year of yes more like Chris Murphy's year, year of, of no year of well no <laughs> year of <laughs> well no, <laughs> no actually but yeah boners for boundaries boners for boundaries doctors at borders Board, boners for boners boundaries, boundaries. Ah, we created so many no, no, brands don't, don't, no one say anything else that's a perfect way to end it <laughs> boners for boundaries um, boners no boundaries. this was a perfect episode I wish we could just keep going for six or seven more hours we definitely can we could we could again an- another episode no Later. yeah we'll get you back yeah we'll yes. get you back thank you so this much for so being so on oh my god thanks for having me this is so 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 fun and amazing I do have to say this I noticed halfway through that my arms are so ashy right now so I it's cold outside and i didn't bring lotion so I'll i hope that wasn't post. i hope that yeah oh, we, we got rid of video on spotify oh. for this very reason <laughs> <laughs> oh thank god um but this was a dream come true this is so fun this is so, so funny we love you so girl fun. love you thanks for having me this is so great um we'll be back next week with the season finale see you oh soon oh my god bye